in a war that started well before 2019. Secrets have been buried deep beyond the pale. We're here to reveal the truth. It's time for Vaccine War Headlines. This is a war on religion. This is a war on the children. They give you the cure with the sickness. This is a war on tradition. This is a war on religion. This is a war on the children. They give you the cure with the sickness. This is a war. This is a war. Vaccine War Headlines, Volume 87. Okay, so Vaccine War Headlines. Thought we needed to revisit this. The last VAERS report came out August or October 27th. So I've been waiting with bated breath for the release. And the next release came November 3rd. So that's what I have today. VAERS COVID vaccine adverse re- event reports for November 3rd, 2023. 1,615,020 reports. Of those, 36,726 deaths, 212,294 hospitalizations, 153,281 urgent care visits, 240,624 doctor office visits, 10,706 cases of anaphylaxis, and 17,575 Bell's palsy. Okay, that's quite a mouthful there. So many different cases of injuries and diseases that were very rare, and now they're just so common that we're seeing them in the thousands and tens of thousands. I know, and yet somebody made a point that I remember when Tylenol was was killing six people, and they had to take it off the shelves. Oh right, yeah, absolutely, and but you know, even the Gardasil with. I think 30, 30 teenagers or yeah. something, you know, uh, and this is, listen to this, this is 36,727 deaths and that's not including the other 5,071 miscarriages, right? 21,155 heart attacks, 27,832 cases of myocarditis or pericarditis and that is permanent heart damage. 68,819, speaking of permanent, permanently disabled. 9,000 cases of thrombocytopenia or low platelet count, the inability to clot. So we have blood clotting and the inability to clot. What the heck? Yeah. Okay, 38,959 other life-threatening cases that are reported, 46,529 severe allergic reactions, and 15,960 cases of shingles. Yes. These are disgusting. And every one of these people as a different person and every single one of these 1,615,020 people have been adversely affected by this mRNA non-vaccine they call the COVID shot. Good news is some of our lawmakers are have had it with this whole scenario. Finally. Att- uh, finally, right? So Attorney General Ken Paxton took some action. Right, yeah. He files a lawsuit against Pfizer. Yeah. Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton has initiated legal action against pharmaceutical giant Pfizer Incorporated, citing allegations of deceptive practices related to the company's COVID-19 vaccine. Mm -hmm. And no, he's not getting canceled. They tried to cancel him. Yeah. Yeah, remember? 
They yeah. tried to impeach him. Yeah, yeah. he's outvoted. Yeah. Yeah. Shut up yeah. and yeah. sit down. I think like Tom says in Riot. Right. Sit down. <laughs> the lawsuit asserts that Pfizer engaged in misrepresenting the vaccine's efficacy. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's safe and effective. Uh, particularly challenging the claim that 95% effectiveness and accuses the company of trying to stifle public debate on the matter, which they 100% did. Of course they did. They did. Oh, it's obvious. Okay, so continue. Attorney General Paxton accuses Pfizer of violating the Texas Deceptive Trade Practices Act through false, deceptive, and misleading acts and practices. The lawsuit highlights the company's claims that the vaccine has a 95% efficacy rate against COVID infection, stating that this was based on relative risk reduction in Pfizer's initial short-term clinical trial results. Also, it has come to the attention of many that the mix that they used in their clinical trials Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, wasn't even what they actually used when they vaccinated everybody. Right. And, you know, clinical trials happened in a matter of weeks mm-hmm. rather than years. Right. The average one, I thought, I believe, read that it's 11 years usually before they actually put something on the market. Yes. This was 11 weeks. So, yeah. Yeah. Ken Paxton says, we are pursuing justice for the people of Texas. Many were coerced by tyrannical vaccine mandates to take a product that was sold based on lies. Yep. The Biden administration may have weaponized the pandemic to force public health decrees and enrich big pharma, but my office will use every tool available to protect our citizens who were misled and harmed by Pfizer's actions. Mm. That's Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton. Lord be with him. And here's the tweet in his letter. Right, his tweet which shows his letter for immediate release on November 30th is when he filed this. Mm-hmm. Good dig. Okay. Another tweet by Lauren Witzke. She states, in New Zealand, right now a whistleblower from Te Watu Ora faces charges after releasing the horrors of the COVID vaccine death data. Te Watu Ord is a health agency established by the New Zealand government. A FOIA request reveals that the workers at the health agency were all freely given COVID-19 vaccine exemptions. That was unheard of in New Zealand. As they collected data on the deaths and injuries that the COVID vaccine was causing. They didn't want to force the vaccine on their workers as they were watching it kill thousands of people. All of the employees remained silent on the genocide except for one. Interestingly enough, Te Watu Ord replaced New Zealand's 20 direct district health boards on the 1st of July of 2022. And here is their little letter that basically states that all those who received 12A exemptions per the previous response were in health-related work. So they allowed their people to have an exemption, even though most New Zealanders didn't get it. Yeah, that's one area that just really fell through. The religious exemption in the past was given without even question. Right. And that was just typical. That's how the the big pharma got by with passing such mandated type of stuff. Because most people would say, well, if they mandate it, I'll just take the religious exemption. Mm-hmm. They're never going to challenge that. Right. Now we had friends in our classes that they were just sweating bullets. Yeah, they were afraid they wouldn't take it. They would lose their job if they Mm -hmm. were not given the exemption. Right. 
So Steve Kirsch calls New Zealand's Vax Data whistleblower a hero. He was willing to sacrifice himself to save lives. So let's listen to Steve Kirsch here. They never looked and they won't look now. Their focus is on, on prosecuting Barry. You know, Barry basically went public with the public health data because he's trying to save lives. He's basically risking his life yeah. in order to save people's lives. And he knew that he could spend seven years in jail, right? The, the charges against him have a seven-year prison time if he's found guilty. So he knew he, could say he, he would be sentenced to seven years in jail for this. And the reason he did it is because this guy has courage and he's a hero. He's the first person on the planet ever to basically say, hey, I'm going to do this, come hell or high water, and if they put me in jail for seven years, I will not see my family for seven years. And he was willing to sacrifice himself for, to save lives. Yeah, that we really do appreciate those who actually stand up for this. And a lot of people are being canceled, like you were saying. Canceled or killed. Now, we went over the U.S. VAERS data already. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, the total deaths from the VAX, according to Ramcourt, is more devastating than the New Zealand data or just the VAERS data. Steve Kirsch's MIT presentation is irrefutable. Top statisticians worldwide agree with Kirsch, Kirsch and Rancourt. By Rancourt, it was 17 million killed globally. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's not too hard to believe. I know that's an astonishing number there, 17 million. And we just read it to be 36,000 in the United States, just in the VAERS report? Yes. Just 36,000? Yes. Okay, we're talking 17 million. And these statisticians have agreed that is irrefutable on this report. So 17 million people killed globally was a failure for the elites. Yes. They wanted to kill billions because they need to reduce it by billions and billions right. to get down to their so-called scientists predicted desirable number. They didn't and, quite make it this time. No, it's way, way, way low. It wasn't even a drop in the bucket. So it was a total failure. And I think Bill Gates and others kind of admitted that, that this really didn't do much at all. Barely put a dent into things with 17 million. But look at those numbers. Right. It says 1223 dead and 42,000 injured in the Pfizer 536 trial which was a kill ratio of 34.4%. That's 584.4 million injured from the vaccination. Injured, mm-hmm. And 601.8 million killed. And injured. And injured. So you put them together. Right. 600 and almost 2 million, because earlier we just said 17 million was just dropped in the bucket, right? That's killed. Right. This is killed and injured. So you put the 17 plus the 584 and you got 6018. So six, almost 602 million people, and that's just over a half a billion. So they still were short, but that's just injured. Right. So what they're hoping, and I know where I'm going down this trail of the elites trying to kill the population, but if you'll listen to the, all of the scientists who are in charge of making life longer, 
-hmm. they will all say that they face the worst problem in humanity, and that is that succeeding in their work is the biggest problem. Yeah. Because of overpopulation. That is the biggest problem, is overpopulation. So if overpopulation is the world, let's look at it. In the USA, the population is about 4.1% of the global population. So by extrapolation, almost 700,000 killed from the vax. 2.4 million injured, 3.09 million killed and injured. So much higher than our reports. Exactly. I was just going to say, those don't even come close to what the... Bears report is showing. But I also ran across, remember the guy who was saying that even Bears was tweaking their data or deleting data? Yes, they were. Yeah, he noticed the f- reports were falling off. There was another report today, mm. and I didn't get time to get it in here, but mm-hmm. he is still seeing that. And that's one of the reasons there was a delay in getting the Bears data out again. Because we've seen a delay from. October. So you did get new numbers tonight? I did get new numbers. Okay, so I heard you at the beginning of the report. Like Mm -hmm. you said, you've been waiting for a while to get those, and that was the reason. Yes. Because he was noticing too much stuff dropping off and trying to get everything collected. I I guess they were trying to not show when they were tweaking. The severity. Because, you know, Hmm. the uh, Wayback Machine saves it. Yeah, yeah. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so just... Just to keep it in the front of your mind, this fully vaccinated man arrived to the hospital to find that his lungs are filled with blood clots. Mm-hmm. Look at those blood clots. This is just um, a diagram of his lung trees. And look at how much blood clot there was in that guy's. I'm surprised he was living. Yeah, I don't know how I'm people... I'm surprised yeah. he even survived. Yeah, I don't know how people can live with their... With their with those little snakes or worms or, you know, that these clots are just getting together. It's like they're electromagnetically, like, attracted to each other. Uh-huh. That's what this these nanoparticles do, right? Right. They're attracted to each other, so they so they gather they together. gather together mm-hmm. and, and, Into a cl- and they actually and they cause the blood cells to also um, line up in a line, mm-hmm. which isn't what they're supposed to do. Then Tucker Carlson. This is a nice... I thought this one was good. Tucker Carlson explains why you'll never get an apology for what happened during COVID. Ever notice how the bigger the tragedy is, the harder it is for the people responsible to apologize. If I rear end your car and crease your bumper, I'm happy to jump out and say, I'm sorry, I can't believe I did that. But if I were to say invade Iraq under false pretenses and kill a million people and spend a trillion of your dollars doing it, I wouldn't say a word. I would never admit that was a bad idea. I couldn't. It implicates me too profoundly. The same goes for if I say, locked your kids inside for a year and destroyed their brains and prevented them from getting an education. Or if I say, forced you to take a vax that didn't work that very well might have hurt you. I could never admit that I did that. I just couldn't. Because if I admitted it, I'd have to suffer the consequences. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Hopefully somebody will be suffering the consequences. <laughs> we'll see, but it takes so long and it's it's terrible that we have to have an I told you so attitude. But we predicted this and when YouTube canceled me permanently, mm-hmm. I told them on the third strike, I said... 
one day you will see that this was a bad decision, that this is all a bunch of garbage and it's going to go the other way someday. Yep. Are you going to take put back all of my videos? You're going to give me all of that traffic back? No. No. No, you're canceled. Right. Yeah. They will see though. Yeah. Everyone will see as they are now. Yes. That we were right. Everyone who had their eyes open and were saying this in 2020 were right. Before the COVID-19 pandemic, there was Event 201, a war drill that played out exactly how world governments should react to the release of a novel coronavirus. We've mentioned that at least a half a dozen times in our podcast in the last three years. Event 201 was just normal just exercise. And just to flash back real quick, this is something that the military does typically every two years on a global scale. Every couple of years, all of the global elite military leaders get together in an exercise where they pretend like there is a catastrophe of a certain type, and then they pretend to see what the reaction would be if it were to really happen, and how many people they'd lose, and how they would react, and all this. So it's really just playing war. Mm -hmm. And so they've been doing this for a long time, but I can personally, I myself, can personally attest back to the 1989 exercise in Heidelberg, Germany, when, and this is not classified or anything, but as a veteran, I'm telling you that when I was active in military, in the military, we went to Heidelberg in 1989 in the winter to participate in what was called Wintex Simex 89. And that was an exercise to simulate a war that if war broke out on a, we were thinking possibly nuclear, chemical, biological type of scale, mm -hmm. that if something like that, or in other words, NBC was the category, the military called it NBC, nuclear, biological, chemical. So they practiced for some sort of attack like that. And, you know, the funny thing about it is we always read these reports and everybody, very few people actually read the reports. Right. <laughs> Did you know that when you read the reports, most of it is an absolute failure? Almost every time. Or they determine what they should have done, but then the next year they, they don't do, do an that. exercise and they still make the same mistakes. It's kind of silly. But yeah. for years they've been saying, you know, the most important thing we're going to have to get ready for is a flu pandemic. Yeah. They've been saying that for the last several exercises. So how far back does 201 go? Is that um, 2002? Or was that in 22? Which one was it? The 201 was 19 or 18. Okay. And it, it was a few yeah. years ago. Yeah. And then in, 220, in 2022, they ran a war drill called Catastrophic Contagion. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there will be another pandemic. Yeah. Oh, is that oh. when Fauci guaranteed it? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Which predicted the release of an unknown virus that kills 20% of the world's children. Four mm. times more deadly than COVID-19. So now they're, they're talking, they, they did the real thing, or they did this exercise on us, actually. And right. So they, they put COVID on us in 19, and they said it came out in 20, but they really released it in 19. So in 19, people are getting infected. So we got infected for two or three years, and they said, ah, now we need a drill. I think That's mom had it in, in October of 19. Yeah. No, there's a lot of Because she people. was sick for like three months. You were and, saying that, and mm -hmm. we have evidence of several other people. Several yeah. other people. In fact, we have a friend who lost multiple dogs yeah. to a parvo-like disease. And he said they couldn't save them. And it wasn't parvo. 
and just took them out. Yep. Mm. Yep. Well, I'll tell you what. It was if it's four times more deadly than COVID, then that's gonna get some serious attention. Well, now they got this white lung, which is basically walking pneumonia. Yeah, if you look up it, the definition. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The catastrophic contagion propaganda looks like this. Okay. She's running a lip reading exercise right now on disease <laughs> X. This is how many of you caught it? Did you did you catch it? Yeah. Uh, a disease twenty times deadlier than COVID nineteen is what she said. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we were saying four times earlier. Now they're saying twenty times deadlier. We're talking something getting close to the Black Plague or the one that killed so many people uh, back in what. What year was it? 1600s or whatever it was? Yeah, that was the Black Death. Mm-hmm. Killed 200 million? Something like that? Right. Okay, so if you kill 200 million, that's still not what they need. Right. So what is this all about? Really? It makes you wonder enough to ask, what's in it? And why do I have to get that vaccine? Follow the money, people. Follow the money. You said it. You probably nailed it on the head right there. So if you want to listen to this report, just go to this account, Died Suddenly. We're going to feature a lot of their tweets from time to time. For some reason, that even though we had our sound on, it wasn't playing through here. So, yeah, it's okay. This lady was just going to tell you more of what we already told you. That's right. Is this all your report? This is it for okay. our Vaccine War Headlines, yes. So Vaccine War Headlines 80-something. vaccine war headlines 87 vaccine war headlines 89 one of those two we'll cut the other one out on the tape when we're finished (laughs) (laughs) i think that's going to do it for vaccine war headlines good report all right thank you for listening to vaccine war headlines a production of digging deeper theme music provided to digging deeper by drucifer the aberrant Beyond the Pale.